It's a brand new football season, but the football I'm going to be talking about is the one with a weird shape ball and they have way too much protection. So, guys, if you're into your NFL, you already know Antonio Brown is on the Raiders, Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets, Odell Beckham is now with Cleveland. But the one thing that hasn't changed is where I'm putting my money down on all the games. So we've teamed up with my bookie. It's the place to bet on football every weekend. Our Blue Wire podcasters are using mybookie.com forward slash Blue Wire to sign up this year. My bookie has better bonuses, more prop bets than any other sports book. Period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. I don't have any idea what that is because I don't bet. I'm just getting paid to say this. First place is guaranteed to win at least 100 grand and it only costs $100 to enter. So, yeah, guys, make sure you sign up. Um, what else have they told me to say? Yeah, visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie. And don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE and when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Cool Jewel sex tape. No, yes. Cool Jewel sex tape. Ah, I got a headache. That sounds ah. like that sounds like uh, City fans to you. I just laughed really hard. Ex-Man United goalkeeper Gary Bailey was once forced to deny rumours that he had no penis <laughs> after an Irish journalist. Entails. We're just getting an insight into Baker's uh, internet browsing no, 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 history. No, 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 no. Do you want me to, do you want me to, no, 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 do you want me to tell you which one it is? Right, if anyone's listening to this and they think, oh yeah, that's got to be true, you're mental. Dale Winton, oh my god. <laughs> you look like you've aged five years since you first Hello started. and welcome to Goalpost for Jumpers, episode number... 17. I'm glad you knew that because I forgot. I, I was surprised I knew That's that. That's why I pointed at you. We've made it all the way to episode number 17. Mate, it's been emotional. 17 episodes in and we're still friends. Barely. Barely friends, but you know, we're doing it and it's all down to we're you guys. We're still going. Uh, this week, what have you been up to, Gareth? Tell me all. Um, aside from uh, everything that I've been doing, all the stuff that I haven't been doing... I've also been doing as well. Um, uh, I did. I did. I regret asking. Yeah. So we had a little venture. You've been away watching Cardiff. I went mm. to watch Bristol Rovers. Why are you saying Bristol Rovers? Bristol if, Rovers of all teams. I um, mean, a Man United fan going to watch lower league football. Like, was your nose bleeding a little bit? I've I've watched lower league football all my knew life. It. I knew that would different. Different. I knew that would. Different tiers. I, I love watching all sorts of football. Our top five this week, Gareth. Our top five <laughs> is... I've forgotten it. Top five fastest footballers. Oh, right, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, so... I think everyone con- has opinion on this one. Yeah, it's not really controversial, but it's interesting because we've got some absolute rockets out at the moment, especially mm. the younger lads coming through. First of all... Okay. I'm going to kick this episode off with a Would You Rather... Ooh. Your would you rather's are always really hard. You find it very difficult I to do, answer. The them. thing is, I do find them difficult because uh, predominantly the reason I find them difficult is that they are um, a, a subject of an insane person's thoughts. It's always it's always football related, which is great. Barely. So really think about this. This is a tough. Can you ask me if I'd rather something to do with nanny being a dog? Yeah, go on, kick it off. Yeah, and along those lines, uh, would you rather be stranded in space? With Mikhail Antonio, only being rescued once both of you have completed a hundred Rubik's cubes between you, mm. or 
be stuck on a desert island with Mario Balotelli until you're fluent in Italian. They're better. 100 Rubik's Cubes with Michael Antonio. Yeah. And then you can be rescued. God knows how long that's going to take. Or fluent Italian on a stranded desert island with Mario Balotelli. I don't know, mate. I've thought about this and I've thought... Yeah. How long is it going to take you to solve 100 Rubik's Cubes by yourself, let alone with Michael Antonio, who I don't believe will be much help? <laughs> Why? Just because he's, he's a nice guy. But <laughs> well, okay. Or, and then you're start, stranded on a desert island with Mario Balotelli, um, which can be difficult. I mean, five minutes on a desert island with Mario Balotelli would be difficult. Do you know Go what? On, I need an answer. I can't really speak two languages, so they say if you can speak two, it's easier to pick up a third. So, for that reason, I'll go with Balotelli. I think you'll be a good laugh. You know, you'll you'll be entertaining. You drive each other nuts. I I think about a week in, he'll be like creating fireworks out of like trees. He's obviously helping you with with your Italian lessons. Yeah, Balotelli. There you go. We have a couple of questions from fans. Which okay. we've asked our Instagram audience to. Your mum's reach written out. in again. Mum's written in. It's your mum this time. We had some strange responses, by ah. the way. Uh, we I'm asked. <laughs> ask. <laughs> I'm not surprised by our fan base. We asked. Well, it's built off us. So <laughs> uh, we asked. Ask anything to Baker. Ask yeah. Baker anything. Uh, a few people just put lol. Well, just lol. There was no question, just lol. Well, so uh, so it said, ask Baker anything, they just put lol. We had as three... If, as if the idea of them wanting to ask me a question Three was people said lol. Uh, one person said L, just the little L. I think they were trying to get lol, but they, they got bored. They couldn't be asked, asking me a question so much, they didn't even want to write out lol. Which we did is get shortest. some coherent questions in. Uh, the first one was, how big is your dick? That's the first one. <laughs> Um, am I supposed to answer this? You don't have to answer that one. Who asked that? I won't tell you. <laughs> you can find out after. What do you mean? Who was it's it? It's no one we know. Okay. Uh, the next one. Would am you... I supposed to answer that? By this the way? is a good one. Um, it's it's it's. I'm I'm a happy person. What, one of them's. Would you rather have dicks for fingers or testicles for toes? <laughs> That's actually a tough one. So someone else has done a would you rather. <laughs> Wow. Dicks or fingers? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean... Uh, uh, you I can would, hide I'd, your testicle toes. Yeah, that's, that's what thing. I was going to say. I'll go with having testicles. Otherwise you're wearing gloves all te- the time. Testicle feet, definitely. Condoms. I think, yeah. Testicle feet. Testicle toes. Uh, Wait, hang on. Does that mean that when I'm walking around, I'll get that feeling that you get when you get you punched in, in the balls constantly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dicks or fingers then. You have to wrap yourself in yeah. uh, bubble dicks wrap. Dicks or fingers, do you know why? Because of the commercial viability of going into porn. I'm making a lot of money. The guy with dicks and fingers. Just True. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Edit that. Uh, no. Someone asked, uh, how are you so good looking? Well, um, thanks. That person was Gareth. He asked himself that. Thanks, Gareth. He wrote in, oh. someone, and I'll tell you who it is, and it's a shout out to someone we know. Do you think a grey jumper goes well with a blue cap? Now, I've got a feeling that's based off the last video we when posted. When you were wearing a blue hat. I was wearing a blue hat and a grey jumper. Um, Not my finest. Personally, when I watched that video back, I thought, what does he look like? Yeah, I thought uh, that. Yeah, good. I got a serious one, though, written in. Uh, 
who this is this is actually a good one because this could be a potential Frank, Frankenstein football eventually. Where do you think Barca and Real Madrid would finish in the table if they competed in the Prem? Um, we'll go on this season. Well, Barcelona would finish. Ooh, Top I think four? I think Barca would be there were thereabouts with Man City. I think Man City are a better team right now. Um, yeah, I think so. And then Real Madrid at the moment fifth. Anyway, that's all of our fan questions. I, there, there was a few, but they were ridiculous ones, so we've just ignored that one. What? So but the, you decided to ask me how big my I, penis is? I thought so. I'd tell you some of the some of the ones, so you can so you don't have to wonder why I didn't read so many out. Guys, why can't you just take this seriously? Yeah, we take it so seriously. <laughs> Top five fastest footballers. Uh, no, mate. Before we start, I've got a uh, little little thing to play with you. Ooh. A little new feature. Oh, I've got start. a new feature as well. Ooh, features coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Go, go do, do you know what? Do yours first. What do mine first. Okay. Yeah. Right. This new feature is Tweet of the Week. Ooh, like that. Tweets of the Week. So this isn't necessarily just football, but there's a few football-related ones. I've got a couple of tweets that I just want to run by you. Some of the things that just crack me up. Yeah. Uh, the first one was obviously sent, in, sent by a Man United fan. And this is his opinion, genuine opinion. This is beauty. This is an art form, this tweet. Son really is a top player. Surprised United didn't get him since we've always had at least one Chinese player at the club to sell shirts in the Middle East. Middle East. Son would have actually been one who's a top player rather than average muck like Kagua, Dong, Park and now Chong. Where do we start? Right, where we start is let's pick that up guy, this tweet. We need to write to Twitter and get that person's account. De- muck. That's muck. not even the worst. Son really is a top player. Surprised United didn't get him since we've always had at least one Chinese player. <laughs> Chinese player. So racist. To sell shirts in the Middle East. Middle East. Son would have actually been one who's a top player rather than average muck like Kagawa. Muck. Japanese <laughs> Dong Park <laughs> Korean and now Chong Dutch he's literally looked at the word, the name Chong and gone with well that this must guy be Asian deserves a medal for it's murdering Twitter it's a genius tweet like I, I actually think it's genius it is genius it is I love that by the way well tweet done. to the week and we've got one more which was I just found that funny. Uh, the population of Scotland is around 5.25 million and there are around 600 million cats in the world. So if every cat decided to invade Scotland, each Scot would have to fight off around 114 cats <laughs> each. And I really don't think they could pull it off. <laughs> Why tweet that? Just go to bed. That was Lawrence Ward. That was Lawrence, a great tweet. Go I love to that. bed. I love that tweet. You're up too late. I couldn't believe that that Ryan. It's Ryan R M U F C. If you want to go and see the tweet, it's absolute I'm not, gold. I'm not, not going to ever go anywhere it's near brilliant. his profile. <laughs> well, I've got a new feature to introduce this week, and it's called Football Bedlam. Just to explain to the viewers, Football Bedlam is a game where I'm going to be. Giving Alex a certain amount of time to guess something whilst he's doing press-ups. No, no press-ups, please. Whilst he's doing press-ups. My weedy little physique And he has to listen to the theme music to the popular Sky game Beehive Bedlam whilst doing this. Okay, so I need you to put the headphones on. Oh, 
And what I didn't mention was the footballs over there. You've got to do kicky ups, and every time the ball drops, you have to drop, do three press ups, and then carry on doing kicky ups whilst doing this. Do you know how hot I'm going to be in this room doing that? <laughs> Good. Right. You ready? Right. Okay. You have to name six Premier League top scorers pre 2000. Go. Uh, Harry Kane, Sergio Aguero. No, pre 2000. Pre 2000. Pre 2000. Oh, Alan Shearer, Andy Cole. Um, Fucking hell. Dion Dublin. Yeah. Um, Robbie Fowler. No. <laughs> press ups. Do the press ups. Uh, <laughs> How many press ups? Three. <laughs> Uh, um, oh my god, I actually can't think. <laughs> Ian Wright? No. Um, oh my god, Andy Cole, Dwayne York? Andy Cole, yeah. How many have I got so far? You've got three left. Uh, Come on, mate, this is embarrassing. Press <laughs> ups. I love this. I can't tell you how much that I love this. Come on, three left. You have 30 seconds. 30 seconds, go. Three, think, think. Emil Heskin? No. Michael Owen? No. <laughs> I, he's doing press-ups again. I love this so much. I'm so glad I've done this feature. <laughs> okay, uh, ten. Nine. My head is absolutely gone. Three, two, one. Ah, oh, amazing. My head absolutely went. Teddy Sheringham, <sighs> Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Kevin Phillips. Oh, man. Oh, man. Do you know what? I think that's the best thing we've done. I'm knackered podcast. and I'm 100 degrees. <laughs> what do you think of that, mate? You were nearly there. You were nearly there. Well, you had three. Well, I started with, I thought you just said Premier League. Yeah, I know. Top that was goal funny. scorers. So I, I loved was like, how you just went into it and you're like, Sane, Aguero. And I'm like, pre 2000, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Football Bedlam, there you go. Uh, next up, we have our top five list. Our top five list where I'll be out of breath. <laughs> top five fastest footballers. The opinion mm. to divide any football mm. fan base. Are you still out of breath? Yes. <laughs> Yes, and that was, I think I did about 10 press-ups overall, so... Right, top five fastest players. So we've compiled a list of our five fastest players in the world. Number five, mm. kick it off. Number five is, I don't know, you come up with it. Five. Oh, number five is Gareth Bale. Okay, strong, strong to put him down at number five, in my personal opinion, because if you look at the speed they do in the 100-meter sprints, he's down as the fastest in the world. Is that right? It is, yeah. Obviously, football is a sport where you're running with a ball, so you can't really go by that. Uh, he's 30 years old now, so I don't think he's shown signs that he's as fast as he once was like no. that game uh, in the in the Spanish Cup where he literally ran off the top pitch top right yeah definitely in the top five he's obviously can't. still got it but yeah, whether he's as fast as he used to be we're putting him there just because we don't want to be embarrassed because 
you know, he scored those two goals to get today, but he, he didn't show much signs of pace. He was walking around the pitch. I don't think that's how Real Madrid were playing. He, yeah. They're not utilising. The times you see Gareth Bale's pace is on the counter-attack, so yeah. you're probably not going to see loads. I mean, from... if you're playing him at, like, essentially left wing-back for 55 minutes, you're not going to see that. No, so. no. Number, Number four, four is Number uh, four. Liverpool forward Sadio Mane. Yeah, he is lightning a defender's nightmare yeah who is it we, we were talking about this the other day John Terry John wasn't Terry it? I think he, said was one of the one of the hardest players he's ever had to defend against yeah and that was years ago when years he was ago, at Southampton when he was at Southampton and I remember kind of thinking surely not I mean the players that he's played against um, and now we're seeing exactly why he used to say that yeah Sadio Mane so strong so quick so good in the air great with the ball at his feet quick with the ball at his feet he's He's it's, it's absolute I mean, nightmare. If he's a number four, like I can't see what's above him. Four. Number three. What do we have? We have probably a newcomer in this list that we probably would never have put in about a year ago. Mm. It's number three, Dan James. You could have put him in a year ago because of obviously that goal he scored against Brentford, wasn't it? Is that a year ago? Yeah, it was pretty much nearly a year ago. Wow. So... Yeah, like he obviously joined Man United and he's destroyed everyone in that team. Rashford. Including Rashford. Yeah. Who, like, that's very impressive to do that. Yeah, that's and huge. look, you, you only need to go on YouTube and look at that goal against Brentford and most of you have seen it. Yeah. Um, he is absolutely There's that commentary, lightning. isn't there? Have you ever heard the Spanish commentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is absolute fire. Yeah. Dan James, so he had to make our list. Number two is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Oh, Matt, he's just... It feels like Aubameyang's been around for so long now because I remember when he was a St. Etienne when he was in the press for wearing those boots made out of real diamonds. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah. And Doesn't like, mind the bling. No, Aubameyang. but the, the guy is just just a speedster. Probably the second fastest striker in the world, we'd say. Well, he's the second fastest player, according to us. I reckon second pl- fastest striker in the world just behind our number one. Number one, who is it? You've said that he is faster than Aubameyang. I'm guessing he's a striker. Yeah. Who is it? Kylian Mbappe. That is right. If you're listening to this, and uh, I think everyone tends to have an opinion on who's the fastest player in the world because everyone plays FIFA pretty much. Got you know, to be everyone knows like people's pace stats yeah. and you know, you could put players like Traore uh, Adama Traore you've yeah, got Leroy Sane yeah, there's yeah. loads of people but Mbappe I think there's one thing being fast off the ball Mbappe when he runs with the ball it's yeah. almost like there isn't a ball there I, I suppose and this is where we could make the debate of you could put Leo Messi in there because Messi with the ball mm. is just so quick across the ground yeah, I think but when you, we're going with fastest players, yeah. bang, with, straight With, sprint, with Messi, he's fast, he's agile and everything. But when uh, there's one thing being, you know, Adam Atore and you're unbelievably quick and strong off the ball. He looks like a 100-metre sprinter. Yeah. But Mbappe, is, is, to me, the fastest player in the world should always be someone who's fast running with the ball. We got Dan James III, for instance. You only need to, again, look at that goal. It's about being fast with the ball, not just off the ball. So Mbappe, and probably Mbappe, the best player on our top five on the, on the list as well. Or well, is in best player? I'd uh, say so. Dan James, I would say at the moment. <laughs> yeah, he's killing it. <laughs> he looks unbelievable, mate, Dan yeah. James. Look, yeah, he's, he's going to do bits for you this season. I, I hope say. so, because no one else is. Yeah, he's, he's almost the saving grace right now in a very 
torrid time for Solskjaer. I saw, by the way, Solskjaer's stats right now um, are worse than what he was doing at Cardiff. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. That's great. When he's manager Cardiff in the Premier League. Yeah, other than Wambasaka, I think Dan James, the only shining again. light of yeah. the Man United side right now. Can you tell I'm still so hot? You look very sweaty <laughs> and flustered. What's up next? Up next, mate, we have Two Lies and the Truth, baby. Two Lies and the Okay, so two lies and a truth, Gareth. Two lies and a truth, mate. We're here, it's another episode, and it's another two lies and a truth. Mm. Are you prepared? Because you've had a bad run of it recently. I feel like I haven't got a two lies and a truth in a very, very long time. Very long time. And it's, you've got the, the last two twat lists in a row, so really, I need to buck up my standards, both a guess and the two lies and the truth in my twat list. Definitely. So two lies and truth, um, for those who are tuning in and haven't listened before, is where Alex picks out three stories in football, one is actually true and the other two he's made up in his mental brain correct and I've got to guess which one is the true story yes you do Mm. so story number one this week story number one may hit me now do you want to try and guess based off the titles yeah go on then I like it when you do that you've never guessed a story but it would be amazing if you did I mean I'll try story number one the referee is a wanker uh a a referee a football referee was um involved in a scandal where he was caught masturbating no okay in the 1978 World Cup a law was initially introduced to help try and stop fans swearing or cursing at officials the law stated that any cursing towards the referees from supporters would result in the relevant national team manager being shown a yellow card the law was abolished after the first game (laughs) it's the 1978 World Cup nice effort Story number two. Hmm. Saudi gets sent off for that. Um, a Saudi Arabian player got sent off for um, bringing his camel to the stadium with him. No. Uh, it's too hard to guess. <laughs> in 2001, a player in the Saudi Arabian First Division was shown a red card after his dick fell out during a game. <laughs> Authorities appeared after the incident and arrested it. Arrested it. Arrested it. <laughs> arrested Al Faraj Salman for indecent exposure. Alf Nigel Faraj Salman. Al Faraj Salman. I want exposure. that story to be true with every fibre <laughs> in my body. What's the next one? Story number three. Mm. Near or far, don't come near VAR. Uh, what's the story? Go on, guess. Uh, how can I guess it? Near or far, don't come near VAR. Um... Uh, what's the st- I can't no I can't like, it's, how would you expect me to the story is a new VAR law has stated that any player who enters the VAR operation room will be immediately shown a red card the law has confused the world of football however as the nearest Premier League ground to the video operation room is over 13 miles away those are our three stories wait wait, wait. so a player will be red carded if he goes into the VAR operation room, which is 13 miles away. 13 miles away. Imagine, right, you were so angry at VAR returning your goal that you're like, right, sub me. You, you, you leave the stadium, you get in your Range Rover, you drive 30 miles down the road to go into the VR room and be like, guys, you got that wrong. Do you know what? I, I think Immediately they were just, sent they, off. the guys in the operation room would be like, what are you doing here? And they'd send them off. You're weird. According to the new law, they'd send them off. Well, so we've wait, got- hang on. Who sends them off? The people in the... Op- Do they have red cards in the operational <laughs> To be honest, I haven't thought that much into it. You have a, when you made this story? No, when I read up on it. Okay. 
<laughs> the referee's a wanker. That was in 1978 World Cup. A law was initially introduced to help try and stop fans swearing or cursing. Uh, the law was abolished after the first game. You got Saudi got sent off for that. Uh, the Saudi Arabian Division One player getting sent off for his dick falling out. Standard. And then you've got near or far, don't come near VAR. That was the uh, new law that's been introduced by VAR that you get sent off if you enter the operation room at 13 miles away from the nearest Premier League ground. I'm going to, do you know what? Three I'm, stories. I'm going to wrap this out one. feature up quicker than I ever have before. Bro- I'm going with the dick story. <laughs> now, you're only going with that because... I want it to be true. You want it to be true. No, I think, I think that it's... <sighs> I think I think the I think the operation one is definitely I I kind of caught you out there I think I what I tried to do was ask as much detail as possible just to see where you'd falter and you're not going to get red carded for driving 13 miles there's no rules and regulations in place for something that is literally never going to happen so you've ruled that one out completely that's gone in- instantly and what about the referees of wanker the law that was introduced in 1978 to help stop I, referee abuse I believe it I think it's true oh that's why I'm not picking it right <laughs> okay so that's why you're going for the Saudi because guy I, having his dick if anyone listen I know how good Alex is at manipulating my head so you're going to go with Saudi gets sent off for that 2001 a player in Saudi Arabia's first division was shown a red card after his dick fell out during a game authorities appeared after the incident and arrested Al Faraj Salman for indecent exposure that's what you're going to go with I'm going with that one mate we'll find out the answer at the end of the show Gareth twat twat I don't have a theme song stop not coming up with theme songs you need one I don't want one this is the twat list. It's the list where I call people twats. And normally I have a theme song for the twat list. And I forgot one this week. And I'm improvising. I hope you like this. Hi. I hope you like this song. Hi, welcome to the twat the list. The twat list. The twat list is where Gareth comes up with three crazy clues. To, what did you think about the song? It was awful. Oh. Three crazy clues to try and help me guess who he thinks is a twat in the world of football. Uh, yeah, so... It's yeah, always just very a, difficult. Very plain and simply, guys. You know, but I, I've got I the last guys two. on a cryptic journey throughout your minds. I, I explore the deep and dark depths. And, you know, just it's kind of like a therapeutic thing. Like, it's really not. Okay. So... <laughs> Clue number one. You've um, you've got these two weeks in a row now, mate. And Two weeks in a row. I need to buck up my Is ideas. that anything to do with me writing things down? Because I know you like it. You prefer it when I start writing things down. I prefer if you didn't know because you got them right. But I'm whatever, I don't it. care. Um, so, clue number one. My pen is ready. For the twat list. I played football for a flower. <laughs> oh, no. Uh... I played football. I played football for a flower. Yeah. Would yeah. Clue number two. It's a good thing my son likes eating toffee. Clue number three. <laughs> I need to make this hole, but I forgot my shovel. Guess I'll have to use this part of my body to do the job, I guess. Holy shit. Uh I need to make this hole, but I forgot my shovel. Guess I'll have to use this part of my body to do the job, I guess. What do you think? 
I don't think anything. I've got flour, toffee, and hole. Flower toffee hole. Flower John toffee. Flower toffee hole. You got it. You played for Blossoms FC. Wait, did he play, play for Hull? Hull. 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 Flower toffee hole. Nice. Hmm. Like that. Oh, he but might no. have played for... Okay, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Alex is getting somewhere. I, okay, I'm going somewhere. Please don't get it. What was the first one? Uh, played for a flower. I played football for a flower. That doesn't make sense. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? That doesn't make sense. And the last one, I'll dig dig this hole with this part of my body. I'll make this hole, but I forgot my shovel. Guess I'll have to use this part of my body to do the job, I guess. I need to make this hole, but I forgot my shovel. Guess I'll have to use the part of my body to do the job, I guess. Do you see that? It sounded like I fast-forwarded it. It sounded, yeah. That was was weirdly good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, Any idea? Uh, Any right, idea? Can I give? Can I say what I think so far? Yeah, of course you can. So next up we have football scoop. Next up, we have annoying. football scoop. I'm all ears, Baker. Welcome back to the football scoop feature, mate. It's been a long time. We've been away. Yeah, it's been. It's we've been away, and we've had the intrusion of Frankenstein. Frankenstein, stop looking at me like that. Frankenstein football. Yeah, Doctor Angus Berger and everything. But you where's know, he gone? Uh, don't he's know, gone somewhere. away. He's gone away. No, so he went skiing. Oh, he's yeah, skiing. skiing. He went in the Alps skiing, with yeah. um, Morag. Morag, his, his wife. Yeah, yeah, Morag. So oh, we we've woman. got no Frankenstein football this week. It is football scoop. Yes. This is. Do you want to explain to everyone what? Yeah, so football for scoop for everyone who's missed the last. It's Ten a, weeks of it. It's essentially, mate, it's, I just pick out some football items, news, videos, and just get your opinion on it. We can chat about it. Just be, you know, so bit, actually bit more talk serious about, than I Yeah, other. we're actually going to talk about football. We're going to actually talk about football, yeah. Cool. So I'm going to kick this off with um, Lee Catmull. Um, if you want to grab the headphones, mate. We'll grab the headphones. Yeah, so Lee Catmull, um, who, you know, obviously was a Sunderland for what seemed like 48 years um, has finally left them and he signed for a Dutch team called VVV Venlo VVV Venlo did you see this at all because no. to be honest any, no one cares where Lee Catamol's gone like it just happened to pop up on my Twitter I didn't even know he'd left well you know when a club announces a player you get like you know the Alexis Sanchez piano thing and you know some form of charade or sometimes a player will simply just do a thing where they do like a selfie video saying, hi guys, I'm here. Yeah. You know, really excited to be with the club. Let's get this going. Yeah. And it kisses the badge or something. Well, Lee Catmull done that and it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh no. How boring is this? Oh no. Hello fans. Um, it's Lee Catmull here. Um, just just signed and uh, I'm going to be your new midfield player. Thank you. Oh my <laughs> God. Did you not get another just take? Listen to it again. Hello fans. Um, it's Lee Catmull here. He's so um, awkward. Just, oh, just signed, and uh, I'm going to be your new <laughs> midfield player. Thank you. <laughs> I just signed for the club. I, I play in midfield predominantly. I play football for you guys. Okay. It's the most boring thing. I feel bad for him. It's... Why? How much does he not want to be he, there? He doesn't want to do that at all. No. He hates the fact that he has to do that. The club's like, can you please do this? Nah, I'm all right, actually. No, you have to do, you have to do this. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, actually. I don't really want to do it. No, please do it. And then he's like, that's what's happened. 
That's the end product. Hey, since when was uh, Lee Catmull from Manchester? And Newcastle at the same time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so poor Lee. Yeah, poor Lee. So the next thing I've got, don't look at the screen. Okay. So I'm going to play this clip for you, and I want you to try and guess what on earth is going through what is happening. <laughs> I'm watching it. I don't know. So is this like a Sunday league match or something? Okay, so to give you the story, a referee improvised by using a harmonica instead of a whistle <laughs> during Tiptree, Endgame FC and Stanway Rovers reserve pre-season friendly. The original referee was running late and needed a stand-in for the beginning of the match, but the substitute ref didn't have a whistle and had to make do with a harmonica. The question I want to ask is, who had a harmonica? <laughs> if you, you, there's more chance of someone in the crowd accidentally having a whistle, but there's a harmonica. <laughs> Look at it. Watch it. Can I see it? Yeah. <laughs> How can you as a player Like a serious incident happens on the pitch You know, clattered And you walk up to the ref And he's just blowing a harmonica <laughs> I mean, you must have given out so many yellow cards For players just laughing at him Ah, oh, that's so, great Yeah, so we had two funny ones To kick it off But there's something uh, quite serious That's happened in the world of football Very recently and that is uh, Barry FC uh, getting liquidated yeah. and um, expelled from the Football League. Very sad times, you know. Like, you have to ask the question of everyone listening, how would you feel if your football club bled out and died in the same way as Barry? For me, football's more than just money. You look at how much money was spent in English football last season, 1.4 billion. We've seen players like Harry Maguire offer 80 million, Alex Awobi for 30 million. I think the way these big clubs now exist, the business models that they represent and, it, and the traditions that used to be in football, they just no longer exist. And there's just a detachment from what football needs to be from the top flight. Mm -hmm. So the point I want to make, and it's an article that I've written, essentially, I haven't published it because I forgot... And now it's too late to, but... Top-class journalism. I was yeah. going to... Well, I wrote an article about how there's a lack of sympathy at the top for teams mm. below. And I think you as a person might... You're, you're kind of a minority because you do watch lower league football. You have gone to watch lower league teams. But I think when you look at Twitter and social media, what happened with Barry was horrible, but a lot of people were tweeting the Barry FC's page saying like dead club and there was just so many just really insensitive memes made about it and they're all teams of top flight clubs and I think when you support you know a club in the championship league one league two you have some form of empathy, empathy with this like for me for instance Cardiff nearly got liquidated there's loads of clubs around that have nearly faced liquidation so the point I'm making is teams like Man United and Liverpool and, you know, the big clubs never have that fear, really. So that, do you think there's a lack of sympathy from the top? Uh, there's definitely lack of empathy. 
mm. in terms of the fact that these fans from bigger clubs probably won't ever face that. Yeah. So Arsenal, Liverpool, United, Everton, teams that have been in the top flight for years and years and years and are, are very successful clubs, then you don't really face that as a reality. So, of course, you're not going to have as much empathy. I don't think there's a lack of sympathy. I think you're in a world where Twitter in particular, but any social media, one bad thing happens, thousands of people will comment making a joke out of it. Mm. And that's deaths, that's tragic incidents, that is whether it's a liquidation of a football club, Twitter has no boundaries. No, of course. So for us to say, I I mean, look, it's a terrible situation and I've seen it happen to, you've seen it happen to plenty of clubs and, 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 you know, a Phoenix from the ashes, you look at clubs that do, do rise up from, from nowhere. For example, it happens though. I'll give you examples. Wimbledon. Yeah. Well, AFC Wimbledon doing well. Newport, Hereford FC that have, Risen. Yeah, they've done well. Um, they yeah. they got liquidated not so long ago. That, it's a shame. Don't get me wrong. It's a shame, Gareth. But I think the problem that you, possibly what people are thinking is that this is something that has happened and it's like a tragic accident. This is not an accident. This is a mismanagement of a club. Well, yeah. Steve Dell, obviously the chairman of uh, Berry, admitted in a video, which a lot of people have seen, that he didn't even know where Berry was before he bought the club. He didn't know they had a football team and he doesn't even like football. He said this on like Five Live or something, but the That's EFL, not the reason why he, he's not succeeded because think how many foreign owners come in no, and don't course. know about the clubs, no, don't know the history no, I know that, and still succeed. But the reason why he hasn't succeeded is because you look at his, his history and this is where the EFL have to step in is he has a long line. I think it's over 50 businesses and 40, 48 mm. of them, 47 of them yep. have liquidated. So how is the EFL with their, you know, like when they're researching his managers for that, they've got like a law in place. How have they let him go in there? Um, it's something that needs to be worked on. It's, it's horrible what, what happened with Barry, and I think everyone's kind of familiar with what has happened. The point I, I'm kind of making, and I genuinely believe this, um, and it's not, it's not a dig at teams of the big clubs, let's call them biggies, if you want, if you will, the types of fans. It's not a dig. I think what it is, I think the top flight football is so out of touch with what is happening below it I think the gap between like the Premier League and below is widening so much in terms of like financially that a team like Barry going under will be forgotten about in a matter of weeks and and that's yeah. a 135 year old club who's yeah. won the FA Cup twice you know they, you've got thousands of fans a big stadium and they're gone they're literally gone and I think that there's because of all the money spent now in football like there's more tragedy when Man United don't sign a player they want for 95 million than what's happened with Barry yeah but it it's in the context of the situation for example United fans if they don't sign a player there's thousands and thousands of United fans no of course that's just what, what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say is that do you Genuinely now, like take yourself out of the situation because I know you're not one of those people and you would have read up on the Barry situation. I think that the point I'm really trying to make here is that the Premier League is now so such a huge commercial entity that there's just that people just aren't aware that this could happen to most clubs. Like the, the gap that you're talking about isn't between the fans. 
It's not between the United fans and the Berry fans. It's not between a Liverpool fan and a Rochdale fan. Mm. The gap that you're seeing is between the top of the top at the club. That's where you're seeing the gap. So you're seeing the gap in between the boards, the the board that has to deal with higher stakes in terms of the financial implications of a bad deal or a wrong sponsorship deal or something like that or not signing a player like you said. Yeah. Whereas those lower league are more at the base level. They're working towards trying to get there. Whereas these other clubs have already got there. Mm. Now, if we look at football as a business, which it is, and we can have sentiment as much as anyone else in any in any business, but unfortunately, the business failed. Businesses fail all the time. Now, Barry, could they have been bailed out? Could they have been bailed out? Yes, but should they? Should other clubs be expected to dip into their pockets, which they actually did? No, no one, no one expects that. And the, but the, you the, you know that other clubs no, did, course, and the bigger that. clubs, Man's, I think City did. I think City they, gave him one point four million and gave him a training ground. They, and all their I don't job, know if they donated money, all their job was. I, I, I think all their job was to do was no to maintain money. the ground, maintain the ground, and they yeah. couldn't do that and lost yeah, it. That was great, but I don't think no, I don't think any team donated money. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not looking at it like should. this. This isn't. This isn't a. A hurricane that's ripped through a village. This isn't a tornado or a flood that's taken away a club. It's a mismanagement from top top level in the club. How can you not? And unfortunately, whatever has happened after is just a culmination of bad errors. It's misjudgment, and it happens in football and it happens in business. We can't we can't say that though. I think I agree with most of, of the you, points you, you said. What, what there. do you mean you can't see that? I can't say that. In terms of the whole business thing, in terms of saying businesses go under all the time, they do. For me, I don't like to think of. Although they are, they're, yeah. they're they've you know, Man United's got investors stuff like that. They're literally a business. But for me, like you haven't got thousands and thousands of fans turning up outside Barclays Bank cheering them on every week. People who invested their lives in these clubs you can't for no. me it's insensitive to call Barry a business I know you mean but it's a business but I saw some the reason why it's gone gone bust is because it is a business no, the reason course. why it's, it's no, liquidated it's because it was a business yeah, I'm not, if it was just a club we wouldn't be talking financial implications and the club would still exist I think that's trivialising it a bit though well, I saw someone on Twitter say saying that if Greg started making worse chicken bakes and they went under you have to you have to blame Greg's for it and it's like well you haven't got fans you know, people paying for season tickets. Get, uh, the the club to, is part of your identity and you grow up with it and I understand that. It's a that. football club first and a business second. Yeah, but that's not how football works, unfortunately, nowadays. No, of, no, of course. I so, know the money. You know, but what, so I, I suppose what I would say to you is what is your... What what do you have a problem with here? I don't have a problem. What is it's, it's something that I've noticed. So obviously, with I have a problem with the fact that Barry have been expelled, I think it's horrible because it nearly happened to my club. We were saved within hours from Vincent Tan through Peter Risdale. Mm. I know how it feels to nearly have your club taken off you. Yeah. I know how it feels to go on the Cardiff City Forum and there are people coming up with ideas for the Phoenix Club's name. Like, I've been there and I know how horrible it is. Luckily, my club was saved. Luckily, Bolton was saved. I can't imagine the horrible time those Barry fans are going right now because they've lost... Something so big, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's and nearly like a it's, limb. It's club. jobs as well. It's, it's thousands of jobs. Yeah, it's, for, for it's, staff and yeah. I don't have a problem. It's just an observation, really. And I, I truly believe that, um, that that because 
you know, fans of Man United and stuff, like there's so much money pumped into those clubs. You will never have that fear of liquidation. But we have that fear of losing what we've bit, what worked so hard to build. So what do you mean? We'll think about the last sort of even 100 years since Newton Heath, the, the club that we've built, we've got fears of losing that. Of course we have. But losing what? Not losing your entire club? Losing the identity of the club. That's well, we've nothing lost, to I, do with Barry, though. I see what you mean. Well, and I saw an old I, man crying on Twitter, uh, which was horrible to watch. Because Man United... Well, he's old, isn't he? He's <laughs> an elderly man. He's a bit over the top. Yeah, he's, he's old. But, but, it's, it's, but nothing, United it's not fans, comparable. United fans have uh, are dealing with a... With, a person who's in charge who's continuously taking money out the reinvestment isn't happening the the investment in the club isn't happening so it can happen to the big clubs you see it happen Newcastle constantly facing that they're a big club I'm not saying it can't happen I think that you know the fear that fear the fact that you will never really realistically face that certainty means that there's a lack of empathy but was it? But, but surely you you can see that United have got to where they are because of a multitude of good business decisions, right? Of course, and a great team. So again, we, we the have business world. I we, don't agree with we've that. Been, but we've been in a situation where we could have been at the same level as Berry. We we've been in a situation very early days, but we went through that and we made it to this. But to that this was level a hundred years ago, before you had owners coming in like Steve Dale. But you, you well, can have, have you could have had a bad failed businesses. But football buying a club for a pound. Football clubs would have went under years ago, of course, decades yeah. and decades ago. So to sum up what I think you're saying, what it seems like you're saying, you might, I might be wrong. I think you think there's a disconnect between the fans of bigger clubs and the fans of lower clubs. Definitely. I don't think there is as much. I think you're seeing. I think there is you're massively. The, the spotlight is on Twitter because that's all you're going to see. You're not going to speak to the day to day everyday United fan. You're not going to speak to the everyday Liverpool fan. Do you not? Do you think Liverpool fans? So all Scousers have a disconnect with football to the no, root of I'm, the club. I'm not saying everyone. I think so everyone can in feel general, the empathy. Or, or there's a, a lack of empathy. empathy from the top clubs for Barry. I th- I because you, they, you I think they were that. given. I think they were given a chance by top clubs. I don't think it's up to the top clubs to bail them out. Do I think that the EFL should have rules in place to stop this from happening again? Of course I do, but I don't think you should necessarily turn that unrest that you would have on fans of bigger clubs because it's not their fault. Football scoop. Enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Nice to have you back. It's all over, I think. No. End of the show. End of the road, brother. End of the road, well, brother. This is a part of the show where it ends and we I get to press record and stop it and edit it all and then it's... I get to shower after my workout, which yeah. is... That'll tough. be good. You stink. Yeah. Uh, we've we've actually gone through quite a bit this show. We've yeah. talked about Barry. We've talked about uh, Lee Catamol. Good to have football scoop back. back. We've gone through our top five mm. uh, Gareth Bale Sadio Mane Dan James Aubameyang and Mbappe topping that list of yep. our fastest footballers indeed indeed, indeed. two lies and a truth guys shall I go back through that and uh, I'll reveal the answer because I, I know you're know. itching I am desperate to know if a player's dick fell out so <laughs> uh, so Story number one was the referee's a wanker. Yeah. In the 1978 World Cup, a law was initially introduced to help try and stop fans swearing or cursing at officials. Yeah, yeah. The law stated that any yeah. cursing towards the referees from supporters would result yeah. in the relevant national team manager being shown a yellow card. Yeah. The law was abolished after the first game. Abolished. You thought that was bullshit. bullshit. You did bro. not believe that story. Nope. You were right. It wasn't that story. 
Knew it. It wasn't that story, which means it's one of two. Ooh. So I could be right. You could be right. You went with Saudi get sent off for that. Brilliant that was tile. in 2001 a player in Saudi Arabian first division was shown a red card after his dick fell I out just during a game I just want to know if a player's cock fell out of his shorts authorities appeared after the incident and arrested Al Farage Salman for indecent exposure the other story mm. was near or far don't come near VAR did the cock come out the shorts a new VAR law has stated that any player who enters the VAR operation room will be immediately shown a red card the law has confused the world of football however as the nearest Premier League ground to the video operation room is over 13 miles away you went with Saudi get sent off for that the answer I went with it mainly not only because I want to know if a player's cock fell out but these guys in the VR rooms just don't have red cards in their jean pockets well Gareth yeah, I that's where you're wrong. The story that oh is true this week is near that's or far. Shit. Don't come near VAR. How is that fucking true? I don't know. It's 13 miles 30, away. The closest one is 13 miles oh, away. Paul, Pogba, what, what, what are you doing in here, mate? Oh, a decision. Bang, like, red card. Like that. Right, red card. Red card. I don't have one, mate. Well, I haven't been record, red carded then, have I? Well... Yeah, do you, you think that, do you think they would go to VAR to see if it is actually a red card in the Imagine VAR how room. funny it would be if you're watching <laughs> if they a had game a separate VAR room to Sports review VAR and red cards. Oh and it's Paul Pogba he's he's coming through he's opened the just door smashing he's up arguing screens left right and centre He's looking for his red card he hasn't got one he hasn't got one does he if they don't the referee so how the, do they get red the referee carded? in the VAR room gives a gives a red card and then touches his earpiece, goes to the other VAR room, which is another 13 miles away, and checks whether it's a red card. It Whilst sounds... he's doing that, Pogba jumps into his car and goes to the other VAR room. It sounds like an episode of 24. Yeah, it sounds like an episode of fucking Black Mirror. <laughs> um, but that that was true. Can you believe it? No, mate. I can't. Crazy. How? A Saudi Arabian what? player's uh, dick didn't fall out and he didn't get sent really off. Really good. But do you remember when Paul Scholes' dick fell out? No. Oh, there's a picture of it. Really? Yeah. Paul, <laughs> Paul Skulls. Paul Skulls' dick <laughs> falling. I feel like Just I've been put, starved of a, a player's dicks not being fallen out of shorts. And No, his dick is so ginger. Oh, my God. He's Right. He has got the stereotypical ginger person's dick. If you were to ask me what a ginger person's penis looks like, best that's ever. it. It's, look how, it's so small. Look at it. Oh, that's uh, that's bad. Paul Scholes' dick did fall out. So look at I granted dick. your wish, a player's dick did fall out, and it was Paul Scholes, and it was Ginger. I got to see a player's dick fall out. I are. got to learn a good two lies story. But you got another one wrong. Yeah. That's three on the bounce. Well, talking of getting stuff wrong, we've got the twat list. Yeah. So um, clue number one was I played football for a flower. Uh, any ideas with that? What that clue meant? I was trying to think of flowers. Uh and I I came up with none. Okay, Lily. Or Lily. Lille, the French team. Ah, uh, that's shit. How? You just got to think outside the box. Clue number two. It's a good thing my son likes eating toffee. Eating toffees, I thought maybe the toffees, so Everton. Okay, so... so did he play for Everton as what well? What I like about this clue is multi-layered. Oh. God, this is the best feature. If you didn't vote for this on the Instagram story, just... Just don't like you. So it's a good thing, my son. Good thing, my son. Good is son. 
Goodison. Goodison Park. That bit shit. But if I say it really fast, it's a Goodison. Goodison. Ah. Likes Ian Toffee. The Toffees. Everton. Yes. Okay. So this person so has played for Lille, Lille and played Everton. for Everton. So you haven't got an answer to this then? No. So clue number three, I need to make this hole, but I forgot my shovel. Guess I'll have to use this part of my body to do the job, I guess. Any ideas with that? No. Okay, so I need to make this hole. Dig. Guess I'll have to use this part of my body. Bear with me a second before you erupt. Guess I'll have to use this part of my body to do the job, I guess. Knee. Dig knee. Oh, no. No. Lucas Digny. No. Who played for Lille. He played for Everton. Yeah, but his name's not Lucas Digny. It is. It's literally Lucas Digny. I've had to correct you on this because I've heard you saying it out loud and it was infuriating me. Lucas Digny. It's not Lucas Digny. Digny. I said it. How do you say it, Gareth? Come on. Lucas Digny. No. I don't know. Lucas Digny. Right, that is... Lucas n- Dean. How is D-I-G-N-E Because Dean-ia? he's French. Well, I don't care. Because he's French. You're playing in English football. So you- now you are going to be called Lucas Digny. You're Lucas Digny, mate. So, there you go. Great twat So list. not only for the twat list, I have to get inside your mind, but I also have to mispronounce players to get there. And also mispronounce teams like Lille and Lily. Yeah, but if you think... Great. What do you mean? I played I've got, for Flower. Well, don't think worry. Of, you've guaranteed that I will not get it right from now on if you keep doing that. Congratulations. <laughs> get in. Right, for everyone who did get the twat list, and I know most of you have, yeah. um, you know, feel free to send in your own suggestions to Baker. Mark it as Baker so Alex doesn't see it. What have we got? That's it now. Well, we just want to just say a big shout out to everyone who's uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel. Everyone who's been watching as well. 350 subscribers in like a week and a bit. Yeah. So crazy. And we'd like more because obviously the 500 subscribers is where we give away the PS4, which Mm. will be great. So someone's going to get a free PS4. Remember, we are actually on YouTube, by the way. We are on YouTube. If, you know, we upload just the top five feature and we have our own fantasy Premier League feature on there. And it's all Um, on video and you can see our lovely, friendly faces and all our flaws in 4K. Yeah, honestly, guys, you think you've got any problems, try watching yourself in 4K because yeah, you, I can literally see inside Alex's moles. Yeah. <laughs> I can see between the teeth. Yeah. I can see the nose hairs. I'm getting surgery I am before I do the next video. Definitely getting mm. surgery. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, tune in next week for another tune, episode. Tune in next week for episode number... 18, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there we are. There we are. Pleasure having you. Thank you. Remember to uh, subscribe and rate us, and uh, oh, please do do all that. And, and um, before we go, remember, football is the winner, right? Uh, all the should time. We just end it. I yeah, think we should I'll just end a board now. They think it's all over. It is now.